So, John, what's the most you've embarrassed yourself in front of an audience? Well, back when I was a good young Catholic boy in school, I... <laughs> I don't like where this is going already. <laughs> this, this story gets dark now. I was an altar boy. Okay. Do you know what an altar boy is? No. No. Uh, it basically <laughs> involves going to mass, mm-hmm. dressing in like a long flowing white robe. Mm-hmm. I was about maybe 10 or 11 years old, I guess. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, you wear these long white robes and you basically sit on the altar and you just do things with a priest. Not in that wow. sense. Like, you <laughs> hand, hand them stuff. Okay. You hand them stuff and sure. you have to do little parts of the... It's not a very ceremonial Catholic. Have you been to a Catholic Mass before? No, but I'm imagining that you're essentially like a surgeon's assistant where the priest is just like, Bible. That's your Bible. Candle. Pretty candle. much, yeah. You, you hand them like the the bread and the, mm-hmm. you know, the body of Christ and the blood of Christ yeah. all that kind of stuff. Funerals were the best because you got to do loads. You got to like <laughs> walk around with the incense on a big stick. Oh, you felt so important. Okay, okay. So, so um, one time, yeah, it was, I believe it was a Sunday mass. So it was a packed out crowd. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of the service where the priest is delivering the Our Father, which is the, the big number one greatest Catholic hit prayer of all time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so he's doing the very solemn Our Father. We're kneeling down in front of the altar. And in certain points, we have to stand up and ring a bell and then kneel back down again. Mm-hmm. And it happens like maybe three or four times in the course of the prayer. Mm-hmm. It's like doing calisthenics or something. It's like yeah. leg day. Um, <laughs> I was young. It was fine. Um, but anyway, on this occasion, so it's, you know, it's full mass, very solemn. He's doing the Our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. And then I have to stand up and ring the bell. Ding, 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 ding. You know, it's silent as well because the church. Mm-hmm. Kneel back down. Mm-hmm. You know, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Kneel back down. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, stand up. My trainer got caught in the back of my robes, and I literally face-planted the altar. (laughs) 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 I just went... Oh, God. And then, it's like audible gasps from, like, all the old women. (laughs) And then I tried to, like, quickly recover and jump and get back up again. And I tried to recover too quickly before I'd extracted my foot from the robes. So I then just went over again and oh, face planted the altar twice. In a row. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then all I could hear was scandalized whispering and the sound of my mother like collapsing into tears of laughter. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. That's probably why I'm going to hell. Oh, okay. Well, the um... end of my Catholicism. I mean, uh, listeners, I don't know if you're on my side with this, but I hope that uh, during our 100th episode, we have some kind of similar incident. Yeah. Um, I mean, I hope you don't hurt yourself, but I hope you embarrass yourself nice and big. Are you, have you involved a ringing of the bell section that we're not talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a surprise for you, John. That priest is here today. I'd be surprised if he was still alive. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, without, uh, without any further ado, here is our 100th episode live from the Chemic Tavern. Yeah. Um, where we'll be doing E.T. So please enjoy. Some films are fine, just the way they are. Oh, we got to sing it over there. Sing it. Yay. Fantastic. Welcome, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, episode 100, live. Hello. That's the kind of energy I wanted. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Yes. So if, uh, well, firstly, who here has listened to Beyond the Box Set before? Well, don't raise your hand. Yeah. (laughs) 
doesn't really translate in this medium. Yeah, have you been on a podcast before? Probably not. No. Um, who here has not listened to Beyond the Box Set before? Oh, now you find your voices. <laughs> there was a sea of hands before. There was a sea of hands, as far as the eye could see. Yeah. And who here does not know what Beyond the Box Set is? Wow, really? Okay, cool. that's good. That's Everyone's been brief. Strange, all right. Okay. Then well, I mean, for, for, for listeners at home who do not know, Beyond the Box Set is a podcast where me and John pitch prequels, sequels, and spin-offs to films that don't have any. So, hello, John. Hello, Harry. Hello. This is our 100th episode, so we're quite excited about it. And to help us not uh, screw up on stage, essentially, <laughs> we have the, uh, the comedians Liam and Sam. Hello, my name's Liam Kenrick. And I'm Sam Miller, and, and together, together we, we are Kenrick and, and Miller. Miller. Very nice to meet you all, yeah. Hello. Oh, that's under rehearsed. Yeah, well, <laughs> we've so done, this harmonized. is not our first rodeo. No. <laughs> that's how I greet my parents now. <laughs> it's hard when I'm not there. <laughs> it's just a space. It's a, hello, I'm Liam Kenrick. <laughs> Nothing, it's not. <laughs> I wait for hours. <laughs> so for our 100th episode, we decided we wanted to do a nice big film, a classic, and it's E.T., um, extraterrestrial. So the extraterrestrial. So we've all seen it. Yeah, we have. So I guess we should start by just talking about our own kind of things with this film. So Harry, what did you think of E.T.? Um, that's a broad question. Uh, it's fine, I guess. Oh, I expected to love it a lot more than uh, than expected because it's just such a classic, and it's I guess made Steven Spielberg what he is now. Like his mm. production company is that logo um, of E.T. flying in front of the moon. Um, I thought this film was fine. Yeah. Is, have you seen it before? Yeah. Okay. And I watched it again and got a little bored. But um, anyway. Oh, yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry, but uh, that's, that's me. That's what I do. Yeah, that's okay. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he Fair. chose it. He chose something he describes as fine. <laughs> 100 <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. And you guys, have you seen E.T. recently? We, had, I, we actually watched it together. We did. Aww. We, did. Yeah, we, 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 we hung out. We, uh, we, we got wrapped up in a, in a duvet. Yeah, we tried to think of something funny about it, but... Pff, it nope. was it was uh, it, it was it was a lot longer than I remembered it being. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get comfy. We want to show the whole thing. Great. <laughs> it's got some good moments though. It, it has. It's oh, yeah. very, it's and it very feels pretty. like it's got a really strong sort of ethical message underneath it as well. It's What's firmly anti-pollution. Oh yeah, no, massively anti-pollution. The whole film is so foggy. It's so oh, foggy. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so much wasted plastic as well. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like nobody ever thinks about the uh, environmental impact of alien races visiting our planet. But they're not they're not burning like yeah, so it's, a, it's a real it's a sort of anti alien pro environment film and yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never really thought of it that way, but yeah, sure. Well, what are they doing on the planet anyway? Fly tipping. Oh, that no. was the question. What is ET's mission? Why is it? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, oh, oh we got we got hands up. No, no, that's his mission when he gets lost. Somebody in the, in the audience put You in the back, up. what do you think? Oh. Their mission is uh, their botanists. Okay. They uh, are nude space botanists. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm not allowed to take a frog to Australia, they're not allowed to take plants to my planet. That's uh, that's, surely that's going to have like massive repercussions on our on our um, uh, on our biosphere. Doesn't it make it's more, an alien plant? Doesn't it make more sense if they were coming to dump? Uh, sort of wait, you know, use toilets and uh, mattresses <laughs> that they don't need anymore. Well, I think they uh, might be. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, more realistic. Yeah. So I've gathered a few clips tonight for this show. Well, the first one is actually the, the, the first clip on is when the aliens do land and oh. we need to get stranded. So we'll show you that now. And because I think there might be some fly tipping and pollution involved in this. 
Look so at how foggy that is. Really yeah. foggy because of <laughs> the spaceship. There's so much smoke in the air. Yeah. There they are. They all had a group on. I I botany trip. It's not the last time you'll see that finger. Oh god. Oh yeah. So this is the inside of the. I didn't realise until watching this time. This is inside the spaceship, I guess. Oh, is it? I thought yeah. it was in the forest. Because I was so confused when it got to the steaming turd mushrooms, which we're about to see. Yeah. Look at all of these mushrooms everywhere. Yeah. 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 Oh god. See, mushroom or poo? It's the eternal question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then this thing. There's an ent. There's an ent on the spaceship. There's an ent on the spaceship. <laughs> well, yeah. right. What you didn't see was them, you know, lugging the, the mattress out yeah. halfway through. They didn't. Uh, or, well, because what originally happened was they were just supposed to be flying by and dropping it out the window. But uh, it didn't get through the window in time, so they had to land to actually fully push it out. Yeah. Well, I think they had the mattress halfway out, but then they get discovered. Oh, yeah. Because then... <laughs> We get to the next clip, we get the crotch torches. A bunch of ambulatory crotches with torches. Start chasing them. There we go. Here they come. They've all stepped in the same puddle. Yeah. And denim crotch. And more denim crotch. Another denim crotch. Loud keys. Lots of denim crotch action in this movie. I did notice this time. You notice weird things in movies. <laughs> Twas the 80s. Oh. When did you first watch this? I don't know, in the 80s probably. And you weren't looking out for denim crotch? I was, I was my, own denim, my own denim crotch action at that time was oh, strong. Yeah. <laughs> All the torches are out. And he's off. He's, he's got an awful screen, doesn't he? He's a fast mover though, look at him. Yeah. You wouldn't think to look at him. Yeah, but considering that the actor inside him was just a legless child. Look at him go! <laughs> With his weird drowned cat scream as he runs through the bushes. And then that's it, he's stranded on Earth. Stranded on Earth. Our little nude horticulturist will have to get his money back. Do you know when baby turtles are born and they, uh, they, they, they hatch out of the ground? And and, yeah, and you know how they, well, you know how the, the, city, the city lights are confusing them and they're going, the wrong, they're going the wrong way instead of going towards the ocean and then they get run over. That's what's happening to E.T. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah, cause, well, no, the light pollution. Light pollution. Light pollution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It would make way more sense. Maybe. Maybe. If E.T. did wear a shell, that would look quite sort of just normal. It would, yeah. 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 People would be way more accepting of his, of his weird face if he wore a turtle shell the entire time. They'd just think, oh, it's Yoshi. Yeah, there he is. Jumping around. Yeah. Uh, and then he ends up living with his mate Elliot, doesn't he? Who's our kind of hero of this movie. I did have some questions about where do you think Elliot's supposed to live? Because if you, I do have a picture, it's not a clip. The next, if you go to the next oh, clip, yeah. yeah. You talking about that nice garden scene? If you look at it, like he lives outside an actual cornfield. His yeah. house backs onto yeah, a cornfield. Yeah, because there's that. Doesn't he run through? He the runs cornfield. through the cornfield. Cornfield. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he lives on the edge of town. Like just yeah. yeah. <laughs> is, is Drew Barrymore in this film a young Theresa May? Is that the, the plot twist? <laughs> <laughs> well, Theresa May first saw this film and she went, "Well, that's what all young kids do. That's what that's what they do." Well, hold your horse. E.T. E. deals with Brexit. It's, okay, been, yeah. it's been done, though. E.T. E. demands second referendum. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Well, yes. Definitely. Oh. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so yeah, little Drew Barrymore's in this film. Yeah. Little tiny Drew Barrymore. I think my next picture is of little Drew Barrymore. 
Look how cute though. Look Aww. how cute. Aww. It is sad. Like a year later, she was addicted to cocaine. It's Aww. a sad story. But oh god, god. <laughs> it's just you don't own Drew Barrymore's tragic life story. <laughs> <laughs> and our jokes will get. She's fine up now. She's fine. She got she got over it. So Elliot finds E.T. in his backyard and then brings him into the house with feet little trailer sweets. Yeah, he just got, he just rides out into the middle of uh, the woods and starts throwing Reese's pieces on the ground. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and, and, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Very good idea when he meets a nude stranger in the middle of the forest. Just I've throw sweets at them and invite them home. Yeah, no, yeah, fair enough, of course. If you're, if the weird-looking um, eyeball creature in your corn, cornfield back garden screams and runs away from you into the forest, the next thing you have to do is chase him down with a packet of sweets. I'm actually quite surprised that aliens can eat Reese's Pieces. (laughs) Well, does he see poop? (laughs) If E.T. did poo, what would it look like? Oh, I did think the podcast was going to go in this direction. (laughs) What do you think E.T.'s poop looks like? Uh, Those mushrooms from the start, probably. That's what that was. Okay. So he's taking in all his Reese's Pieces and he and turns he it into a mushroom. That's e- a valid skill. Yeah. I don't think E.T. poops. I think E.T. Uh, glows and that's how he excretes sweats. Okay. So every time he, he touches uh, Elliot with his glowing finger oh. in this film. Oh. 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 It's just pissed. <laughs> oh. And dragged along the floor. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like oh, I was wondering if all those bits where his, like, his chest glows red, is that just extreme heartburn on account of his inability to poop? Get some Gaviscon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So <laughs> this did a weird turn, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> What's next, John? Uh, so he moves to Elliot, E.T. moves into Elliot's house and hides out in his absurdly large closet, which I believe I have a picture of, next to the most terrifying <laughs> doll I have ever seen in any movie. Wow. Look at this. That, wow. that is a room full of nightmares right there. I mean, E.T. is not the scariest thing in that picture. Yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it raggedy Ann. Rag- what kind of stuff do you have kids are living plants in a dark room? That's a good point. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> when you get sick. Yeah, yeah. Chlorophyll. Am I, am I misremembering this? Or is, is, the, is the wardrobe a shared wardrobe? It's a shared yeah. wardrobe, yeah. Wow. I know. Now, does anybody remember how E.T. gets his name in the film? I literally watched this yesterday and I don't uh, remember. It's one of the kids, isn't it? But it's not one of the main kids. No, no, it's one of the it's one of the uh, it's one of the one of the worst kids in it. Like there's there's a group of really awful kids at the beginning of but it. But then they redeem really, they redeem themselves yeah, they, over the course of the film. They've got the best roles in this film because <laughs> they start off just playing Dungeons and Dragons and bullying this little kid Elliot, and then one of them comes up with the one of them comes up with the name halfway through it. You'd never see him again until right at the end when they have a that's massive that's chase. Sick, scene. That's sick yeah, bike chase. The bike so, chase. Well, roll the clip. Roll the clip. Where's your goblin? Shut up. Did he come back? Well, did he? Yeah, he came back. But he's not a goblin. He's a spaceman. Oh, that's an extraterrestrial. Where's he from? Uranus. Get it? Your anus. He doesn't get it, Ty. Get it? Your anus. He doesn't get it. This image. You're such a sinner supremus. Zero charisma. Sinner supremus. Zero charisma. Sinner supremus. Shut up, Greg. Sinner supremus. Zero charisma. So yeah, the kid with the giant headphones just randomly says, oh, like an extraterrestrial, and then that's his name. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real throwaway line, and then he's just E.T. for the rest of the film. Okay. He thought it was interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
This film is weirdly written. It is very strange. Well, there's not much to it. That's what I noticed. Like, mm. it's a very concise story. You don't get a lot of back story to and it. And yet it's yeah. still quite a long film. And yet, yeah, it's a very really concise yeah. long Yeah, it's film. over two hours long. Yeah. It's a very Spielbergian trick. Yes. <laughs> Do you reckon it would be better if it was half an hour shorter? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, saying that it, it's obviously done v- very well, so much so that we're talking about it now. So maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe I should. How would we improve ET? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm better than Spielberg, but, yeah. but, but <laughs> if you were to read, read it, uh, this is the next part of the podcast. <laughs> Stop <laughs> skipping ahead. Does anyone have any particular favourite scenes from the film? Because we're going to get to some of the iconic ones now. Well, obviously, you know when they fly in front of the moon. Yeah, that's, that's, good. Like that's great. Coming, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That big one, that big shot. Bike chase is mine. Bike chase, yeah. Mm. Tent in the house. Yes, yeah. that's always good. Actually, oh, uh, when they're when really they're driving horrible. the van away and it's got the whole tube um, hanging out the back, and he's pulling it and he's oh pulling yeah. off the pins. Yeah, so he's pulling it, off yeah, the pins one by one. That's I a good bit. I like it when they when he pulls off the last pin and it stays there comically long time, even yeah. though nothing's holding it in place. <laughs> and these two guys who are in it just kind of look up and go whoa, and then it <laughs> flies off behind. It's a proper comedy moment. That it's physical comedy. To a T. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of comedy, one of my favourite bits, which we're going to show now, is the bit where he get L- E. T. gets drunk in the house, ah. and it transfers to Elliot. And oh, they both get drunk. Yes, this is great. Yeah. E. T. By the way, he's been living with Elliot for maybe twelve hours at this point. Already the worst house guest in the world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just wandering, wandering through in an open dressing gown, <laughs> otherwise nude, stealing all the beers, pissing off the dog. Yeah, if that dog could tell E. T. off, sticking his tongue. In the potato salad. Oh, look oh. at that. <laughs> <laughs> and they just pff, don't. No. <laughs> Fuck you, E.T. Wow, that's <laughs> wrong word. all the beers. E.T. <laughs> 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 e. is a lightweight. He is, a, well, he's I mean, quite small. He's been in that darkened room, yeah. He's like. I mean, maybe this is the first time he's ever drank drank anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also you've got to think like if he's connected to a ten-year-old kid, mm. ten-year-old children are probably, they're probably not that uh, heavyweight drinking. Speak so. for yourself. That, look at that pervy look at the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, my favourite part of that scene is at the end uh, when when he starts letting all of the. Uh, the frogs uh, out? The frogs out, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The frogs coming out. Uh, and he goes mad about it and they start throwing them all over the place out of the window. And then he As if that's better for the frogs. Just <laughs> throwing, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. throwing them into the street. Second floor it science defi- building. It definitely yeah. is better for the frogs. They're gonna get they're getting put to sleep and they're getting chopped up, like mm. fair, fair. Yeah. it's definitely better for them. <laughs> uh, class, these are the cotton balls with the chloroform. And as soon as I get them all in, be sure and put the lid on right away. That's it. That will start them going to sleep. And they won't feel anything. They won't be hurt. It'll take a little while. You don't want to watch them. You don't have to. Then they decide to help E.T. to phone home and they sneak him out of the house on Halloween so we get lots of costumes. Kay. Yeah, well, just a photo because we get an, a Yoda cameo. Look at that. Oh, yeah. 
Aww. A really scarily convincing Yoda cameo. That's, that's supposed to be a child dressed as Yoda, not that actual That is a great Yoda. costume. Does anyone remember what they used to phone home, though? Yeah, like a, like a, like, like a saw, a, a circular saw and a fork and like a record player or something. And a I bike. have questions. Yeah. yeah. Have you got a picture of that? I've got, I've got the... Yeah, sure. Roll the clip. Roll the clip. So with a collection of 80s ephemera, they managed to contact outer space. Wow. Um, yeah, so he manages to send us SOS message to his people, but then mm -hmm. unfortunately his hangover kicks in from the day before. Oh, yeah. This is a clip. Oh. oh I'll go back. Oh, Poor E.T. We've oh, all man. been there, mate. Yeah. <laughs> is that what yeah. it's not the hangover that does it i it think is. it's a hangover i thought he fell he fell down and i wasn't really watching very closely <laughs> <laughs> it's gross he looks like meat <laughs> middle-aged middle-aged yeah if he was 20, he'd shake it right off. He'd just walk it off and oh, carry yeah. it on, but no. But then we get the crotchkey torch people back. They've been watching the whole time, and they invade the house. Yeah, I so like he's sick. The mum's found out, and then this happens. This is some scary shit. Yeah, this is where the film takes a big turn. <laughs> it's an astronaut. Yeah, oh, he's an astronaut. Why is an astronaut? With, like, a full backpack and everything. And doing his best Darth Vader impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this... Okay, so they run into the kitchen here. Someone sets up a model train out of nowhere, like, off-screen. Like, what? Why are they just walking through the windows? Look at this. There are. Why is, why is that an entry point? Why are they not seriously more Why is that train running? Who set the train on? And why are all the astronauts walking like they're on the moon? Like, gravity boots. Oh, yeah, of course. It lowers the gravity. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it works. Also, I bet those... I bet those outfits are really heavy. To They're be really fair. cumbersome to be really. Fair. Like them was going to take you a while to move. Uh, but yeah, they kind of turn the house into a giant hamster cage, don't they? Full of those little tunnels. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've, I've not pulled any clips from this next part of the movie because this is actually genuinely quite upsetting. When the ET basically dies. Oh yeah, ET dies. That was that was an intense part of this yeah. entire film. Just watching ET, who you've grown to love, collapse. The, the kid, kid is great acting. Yeah, I thought it might lower the mood, so I've not pulled any clips of that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a bit where they're all doing CPR on him, which is <laughs> they do it for hours. They do loads of CPR on him. Like days, isn't it? Do you know the, well, exactly. I've, yeah, that's why that, it takes so long, I guess. Are, but they're doing this, and it. It cuts away to the mum with little Drew Barrymore just watching, like, open-mouthed with horror, like, take yeah. her outside. <laughs> yeah. All of these other people Watch are now out. wearing, like, uh, hazmat suits and, like, yeah. doctor's uniforms and stuff like that, and they've just been left to roam this house as if uh, they've not been taken away by the government officials or anything like that. Mm -hmm. They're just like, no, 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 you're fine. Yeah. You've yeah. dealt with the uh, alien before. You, uh, you obviously should be here to it witness his death. It's weird they let them just wander <laughs> around. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna go off to Mexico. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna go to Mexico. He's gone to Mexico with Dad, yeah. But yeah, E.T. dies, then he comes back to life because Elliot cries on him or something. No, it's no, no, it's because E.T. is the perfect predator. He can lower he can lower his heartbeat. He can lower his heartbeat and so it seems as if he's And it attracts the children. When's the one time they're not gonna fight you? It's when they think you're dead. So you fall asleep and then he wakes back up. Terrifying man. 
And then with remarkable ease, they managed to the, these little kids managed to smuggle the first extraterrestrial ever to land on Earth out of the house. But then they have the big iconic bike chase scene, which we can oh, show yes. now. This is great. There's much to love about this scene. That outfit is the Peaky Blinders there. Yep. They've all got their own things. Yeah. Where did they come from? <laughs> all those people. Yeah, just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Like that one guy still playing music. Yeah. <laughs> <as well. laughs> there, those are police, police cars up? just coming out well, of well, fields. They're going to shoot them. Shoot them. They're now, just kids. There was a version of this film that Spielberg <laughs> made years later where he edited out the guns and turned them into walkie-talkies. Oh, right. Yeah. Look at that. Oh. Don't choose them. It's fine. And now they're off. Oh, no. Here we go. Some fantastic reaction shots. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's a scene coming up now. I want you to imagine. It's a lot of close up on the boys' faces. Imagine this is them all reacting to getting their first ever blowjob. Oh, God. Just, oh. just imagine it. It's coming up in a sec. Sorry, but it's coming. Oh. Well, maybe. Maybe. Whatever. He just shouted, tell me when it's over. Dark. So it's... Here we go. I think it's just after this. So these are all... Yeah. <laughs> so you your first blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ready? I think it's here. Right. Now. And um, first blow job. <laughs> Determination. <laughs> Horror. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he looked down and wasn't happy. <laughs> oh god. This is some grade A landing though. They all oh, like skid yeah. together. Yep. Yeah. I don't good point. How I don't know what they have over the situation, yeah. I I actually wondered <laughs> I wondered that. I I think if you put anybody on a bike they're gonna pedal. Uh, if you put John, if you put John on a bike, he doesn't pedal. You know? Yeah, no, he just sort of flails. But also, yeah. if you watch it's, it's the, not, if, if, if you were to watch this and watch their legs, they're not all they're not all pedaling. They're not. Some of them are hanging out. Yeah. So I'm thinking that it, it's it's mostly the momentum. Yeah, yeah, it's the momentum provided by ET's magical powers. I think I can answer it. Oh, oh yes. Oh, no, science corner for us. Oh. That's actually, thank you. Okay. Otherwise, the forward motion is entirely ET. There we go. All right, there we go. Round of applause for Ross Science Corner there. Science Corner really with Ross. And then I guess E.T. goes home, which I don't have a clip of, but that's the end of the film. Yep. Uh, any more? Any final thoughts on E.T.? Any questions in terms of any scenes I've missed? Uh, no, but I know because I, I put this presentation together, I know you've got some other stuff to say. I do have some other stuff to talk about. <laughs> so first of all, E.T. had one very notable, very famous super fan in the 80s when this film came out, and that was Michael Jackson. Michael, look at that. Doesn't that look like a, a magazine spread of a recently married reality TV couple? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> over the height thing, to be honest. Yeah. I, I really like the idea that Michael school? Jackson was tiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Tom Cruise. You know, yeah. you always th you think he's taller because he, get, he gets shorter people to stand next to him and he wears platforms. Like well, that's the thing, isn't it? Three foot Michael Jackson. 
That's why I really like Very the idea that he's that angles. tiny. Very skillful. It's how he was able to do all of those dances. It's just because he's so low to the yeah. to, to, gra to gravity. He doesn't have as much effect on him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, oh, we've just had somebody shout from the back uh, that he's just sat down. Yeah, and ET's... I mean, that would explain <laughs> it, yeah. ET's yeah. standing up behind him. ET's very much the dominant sense. partner in this relationship. It's a very aggressive body... It's like when Donald Trump used to stand behind Hillary Clinton, remember, in the elections. It's like very it dominant does. body language there. I like to think Michael Jackson used to have this, fr this painting, uh, this picture, as a painting above his fireplace. <laughs> uh, anyone who was around when this film came out, did anyone used to have any, ET, any kind of ET merchandise when they were kids? Any toys? Any games? Yes? What did you have? E.T. Keyring. E.T. Keyring. You had an E.T. You sucked it till it went smooth. Did it taste like caramel? <laughs> it just smelled. It just smelled of it. Why did E.T. smell of, ca of caramel? What was the marketing plan there? Was it made of plastic? Okay, we've got two hands in the air. The ET ride. Where yeah, was that? Oh, okay. Oh. What's that like? It's like you're on a, 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 a spin class, uh -huh. except you've not got a really aggressive person screaming at you. Okay. And what did you have, mate, in the no, corner there? <laughs> a plastic ET about that big. Oh, that's okay. a decent. That's a good one. That. Never did. Oh. oh, that's Toy Story, that's mate. Toy Story, different, different <laughs> film, different film. Yeah, uh, but the, yeah, there was quite a lot of ET merch out there, as well as all those. You could potentially buy the ET video game that ruined the game market. Was voted the worst video game ever made. No. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah, it caused the ge video game crash, didn't it? Yeah, of 1996. Like tens of thousands buried in landfill because it was such a shitty game. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Archaeological dig. Did they forget where they dug them? Is this a game that you can play? Yeah, it was, it was probably for the Atari. Yeah, it was oh, a great game. It was awful. It was legendarily awful. So universal. Wasn't it that there was like a glitch that made it unplayable? Oh, no, it, was ju it just wasn't made properly. It was right, right, right. At the time, <laughs> there was loads of di different games companies creating loads of games, and they were just, just like snaps, splashing them out, churning them out. That's it. They were churning them out like butter, uh, splashing them out as well. Um, and they made the ET game, just, but it w they didn't finish it properly, just release it to everybody. And it was at this point that everybody started going, well, this is shit. And they stopped buying games, and there was a video game crash, and then they had to put like licensing and laws on the video games, and that's where we got uh, like big video game companies and that's what happened uh, and then Nintendo came out and that was that was about it that's as fast as I can do it I don't want to like it's a really long stupid not story. what your podcast <laughs> is about yeah, yeah. We, 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 let's, let's move on we got things to that's, do. that's its own podcast in many ways yeah. it is no terrible terrible games of the 80s I don't want to be on that uh, podcast other merch you could get you could also get the ET shot glass oh very nice, very nice, very child appropriate, yeah. <laughs> and finally, my personal favourite, you got the ill-fated ET finger light. <laughs> oh, swiftly oh. withdrawn from circulation. Yeah. Can't think why. It's so funny. They potentially phallic objects, a lot less phallic. Potentially phallic objects. Oh, in <laughs> good. Yeah, all right. Do, do yours glow though? Well, that's why you're missing out. 
It's flesh colored, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, ET, ET is in flesh green. Colored. He's dark, like he's like a musty brown. Oh, that's a good question. Was ET oh. using the finger light on Michael Jackson? Is that why he looks so happy? Oh. Good question. Oh, Very good. Oh. I feel like we're insulting oh, Michael Jackson at this point. Yeah. 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 Oh, Michael Jackson's ET's finger up Michael Jackson's yeah, bum no. is that oh. that I wanted to conjure up. <laughs> he was. Oh. He's a child. Oh. He's a child. My, Michael He's Jackson is not a child. It's all right. <laughs> it, at least that, that's that's okay. That's like <laughs> one. Oh yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's actually fine at it's that nice. point, isn't it? Yeah. Right, Jackson, we're gonna leave that image up there for you guys to you know. You can take it in. Um, okay, so did anyone? Finger light. Yes. Finger light. <laughs> Just a, a light fingering for children. A light fingering. <laughs> Sorry. You wouldn't want to go, you know, much further as a child. No. <laughs> Anyway, so I think we've come to the portion of the show that God knows we all need right now, which is drinking games. Yes, drinking games. So, so if any of you, <laughs> yeah. So if any of you do decide to watch ET after this podcast, I mean, God forbid that you watch it with all the topics that we've covered. Thanks to Courtney here. <laughs> Um, but if you were to watch it again, we've prepared some drinking games for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go first, which is drink for child swears. Yeah. So anytime you get something particularly childish, for example, zero charisma, just as an insult, just yes. shouting at people. Um, where's he from? Uranus. <laughs> yeah, that's a good They one. love that one. Yeah. Doesn't someone get called penis breath? That, that's my personal favourite. Shut up, penis breath. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you, if you are sucking enough dicks to get penis breath, uh, oh. that is a hell of a like, thing to call somebody. I want to see that advert, that mint advert. No. <laughs> Would he t- are you Why do you want to watch these things? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do we think he has, has a penis? We, we, we can't see it, actually. We've talked about it, but... Yeah. It's a finger, though. Yeah. Is I, that I, I, think it, I think it's all, all his fingers. Oh. oh. Filthy. Uh, okay, my first drinking game was Drink for Stranger Things References. Or, oh, damn it, that was <laughs> Yeah. There's a bit at the beginning when they're playing Dungeons and Dragons, which is just literally Stranger Things just was like, Whoop, we'll take that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, there we go. That's, I'll have that one. Uh, whenever you see a long shot, the night sky. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Very true. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, any sort of reference to the, the damage that the alien spaceships are doing to the environment. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your drinking game? Any Fair, that's very fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, that, you, when do you drink during those scenes? Waterfall. Waterfall. Yeah, okay. okay. So this is obviously a scene. Right. <laughs> At the end of the scene, you go, well, that previous scene was a bit long for me. Uh, I'll, I'll be wind it and down a pint. Uh, down a pint while <laughs> I'm watching it. Any more, Harry? Uh, yeah, I've got drink for Star Wars connections. Yep, yeah, right. yeah, seen Yoda. Yeah, yeah. So there's a good few of them. The Big Brother does, does an impression of Yoda at one point, mm-hmm. um, just before he sees E.T. for the first time. And uh, and then, of course, there's all of Elliot's toys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then, yeah, the Yoda. Yeah. I really like how he goes, promise your most radical promise or something. <laughs> like, that's how he gets his mum. He's like, oh, mum, I'm about to show you uh, a literal alien at this point, but you have to <laughs> promise me your most radical promise. <laughs> That you won't tell anybody, and it's really it is really cute, but also like it's, it's not gonna work. Like the bullshit and yeah. Them 
Yeah. Your most bodacious. Actually, E.T. was the uh, prequel to Bill and Ted. That's actually why. Oh. Right. Oh. <laughs> That's what liberal parenting does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my next one was close-up shots of the fingers, which there's a lot of them, and they are upsetting. I knew many, you were going to do that one. Plentiful, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Can we get Can away we from the, the penis yeah. thing? Penis. <laughs> we can't because we're talking about E.T. Oh, Whoa. Boy, poor. Oh, yeah. God, stuck, stuck in this oh, phallicless phallic film. Oh. Fabulously phallic <laughs> film, exactly. <laughs> sounds like some kind of magazine. I don't know. <laughs> uh, or niche shop. Yeah. Fabulously phallic. Actually, that's my name on Grindr. Where is that? <laughs> <laughs> is that advert like, on their splash page? Like, you go, like, it's a banner ad, isn't it, at the top of the page? Uh, Harry, any more? Uh, no, I'm done. Okay, uh, just one more, which is sh- drink for shameless product placement. Oh, I mean, oh. Spielberg classic. I, I mean, I had that one, I just kind of yeah. skipped over it. This is Coca-Cola, we drink it. This, these are Skittles, we eat them. Yeah. The pears. The pears. Okay, yeah. I love pears. Mm. A pears a, a, a brand that I don't... Yeah. Uh, the Star Wars kind of product placement. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Especially toys of Star Wars and costumes oh, yeah, of Star yeah, Wars. Big time. And, and the film Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> definitely product placement for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I asked. Oh, it's all right. Got another point of order. He does, yes. That is yeah. true. <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, weird unnatural laughter. Laugh on that. Yeah, yeah drink sure. on that. Um, <laughs> 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 when he see, when he sees us, I did not see you doing a sheep impression right there. That, <laughs> no, that, that really surprised me. Oh yeah. yeah. When, he, when he speaks, he goes. Ha <laughs> 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 That was really, really good. That was accurate. Oh yeah, I, was, uh, I studied it, didn't I? Um, okay, well we're pretty much halfway through now because we're about to get to the sequels. Um, should we take a quick five-minute break? Yes. And uh, yeah. Cool, that was nice and unanimous. I'm very happy with that. Please stay. Please, we love what you're doing. <laughs> I had a whole sort of argument prepared which didn't involve me saying I need the toilet, but... Uh, yeah, that's there we essentially, go. yeah. Cool, all right, well, we'll come back in five minutes. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Well, crikey, what a first half that was. Mm-hmm. Um, did you enjoy it, John? I... As far as I remember, I had a great time. Yeah. As far as you, were you quite drunk? No, actually, no, I was not. That makes it sound that that sounds incriminating. <laughs> no, yes, I had a great time. It was a good fun. Yeah. It was. Uh, You've been you know, knocking them back. We had some interesting, you know, guests in there. We had some interesting audience members in the room. Definitely. Some yeah. of whom may not have entirely made the cut. Yes. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, on the whole. For a first go, I thought it was a good yeah. solid. But yeah, let, let our listeners be the judge. So before we get some sequels, uh, we're not going to do it in the live show. We're going to talk about Patreon now. Mm-hmm. So anybody listening, you you may already know, we're available on patreon.com slash set. And if you were to subscribe to us there for as much or as little as you want a month, then you get a bonus show. Mm-hmm. Um, that is called Beyond Beyond the Box Set. And for that, we review films in the cinema right now. So our latest episode currently is actually our 50th episode of our bonus show. And it's us reviewing The Favourite which, oh my god, we've been looking forward... Well, we've both been looking forward to this film for quite a while. I'd say you longer than me. Sure. And, it's uh, in many ways all my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. 
Um, also, as an, another benefit for becoming a patron supporter, uh, you get to choose an episode for us to do once a month. Well, mm-hmm. one patron supporter does. Yes. Um, we'll we'll cycle it around. Mm-hmm. So that can be any film that you want. If it's a film that already has a sequel or something, then we'll talk about it on the bonus show. But if not, then yeah, we'll do that for the main show and you're welcome to come and join us as a guest. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, once a month, every patron supporter gets a 30-second advert slot to advertise anything and everything that they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that's available at patreon.com slash set. Fantastic. And without any further ado, oh, I've said that twice now, here are the sequels from our live episode. Ooh. Thank you, everybody. Give us money, but we'll do that later. Right, are we ready, Harry? Uh, yeah, I guess we're ready. Okay, okay. cool. So, Kenrick and Miller, as the um, guest, would you like to... Hello. What is your sequel pitch for... Okay. <coughs> so oh, we really struggled. Oh, God. Uh, uh, we really struggled to come up with one. No, yeah, no. Uh, I, I, we, we have got one. I came up with one. But we've got a couple of uh, sort of quick ideas we'd I, like to I, fly I, past you, if that's okay. I, go I, I, I just uh, want to go through the one we have before. Should we go through these afterwards, or should we go through no, these? No, let's now? go first. Let's okay, go first. okay, so... We, we saw so many possibilities to the end of uh, E.T. When he, when he flew off, so that we decided to come up with a yeah. bit of a list. So, first one, um, E2. E2. It's a bit of wordplay. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, E.T. University. Yeah, that was... Uh, nice, nice, um, nice. We yeah. had E.T. Electric Boogaloo. E.T. B.C. <laughs> that's a Jesus one. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, te- I mean, E.T. A.D. That's technically the Jesus one. Yeah, it is uh, technically yeah. the E.T. E.T. goes O.T.T. Too many blue skills. E.T. this time it's personal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, F.U., which is the next letters. The sequel. Oh, oh, very good. Uh, very good. Uh, the action one, uh, E.T. Medal of Honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. E.T., Back to the Future. Yeah. L-I-F-E-T-O-E-S-O-N. Life toes on. Life toes on. Life toes on. So now we're in this indie film. Yeah. E.N. See, this one, so basically we envisaged it that Elliot sort of really missed... E.T. to the point where he really he made his life ambition to get back in touch with E.T. Yeah, he focused in like engineering, yeah, kind of yeah he did computer business, science, yeah, all that kind of stuff, and then business. eventually came up with the uh, the business space uh, SpaceX. X. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SpaceX. And yeah. basically trying to trying to get into space to get back to E.T. E. Yeah. And we called that one um, E.M. to Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Ah, yes. yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And then there's, there's a, a picture, picture of a penis. penis. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've got Pretty, which That's is the prequel. prequel. Pretty. We've got okay, the BT Boys. Which is the uh, the um, the uh, rap group spin-off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> E.T. Rumble in the Jungle. Yeah. Oh. That, one's it, uh, that one's in a video game this yeah. time. We've got BT, which is when uh, E.T. tries to start a telecommunications company. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. ah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we got ET Go Bone, which it's is the porno. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got we got we got ETA. It's, it's in, the in the game. game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Eat me is um. <laughs> we got uh, we got ET Drone Home, which is about um, ET sort of uh, disrupting flights at Gatwick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We got PET, which is about plastics. <laughs> we got. Uh, PT, which, which is, is about you know physical training. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DT, uh, which is it was woodworking and vacuum plastics. Yeah, yeah, uh, we've yeah. got uh, ETs. Oh yeah, that's the one where it's like um, alien and aliens. Yeah. Know? No, no, no. ETs. Oh no, no. That's the one where he's like he's he's making fun of somebody. Uh, no, no, no. E E ETs. That's the one that's set in uh, the northeast of England. No, no. <laughs> no e- ETs. Oh no, that's the one. Um, which one's that one? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. When you drink, yeah, that's when you drink. Yeah, we've got we we've got E we've got EE, which is the sequel to BT. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, another, another telecommunications provider. 
PE, which is also similar to PT, you should have grouped them together. And then Easy uh, ET, which is uh, <laughs> hip hop. Hip hop prequel. Yeah. Uh, how he became <laughs> big. Yeah, but, but the one that we decided to settle on. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah okay. Was, yeah, we uh, was ET. I, mean, I have uh, questions about many of those sequels. No, no, no. We don't have a lot of time. No, no, no. I'll stick to just one. If, e if the. BC or AD where ET is it's it's the Bible story. Is ET our Jesus figure? Yes. Yeah, of course. Of okay. Course. Yeah, he comes correct. back to life. We're not, not make him the protagonist. Like, no, come on, no, is I'm ET. I'm intrigued by the idea of ET as Jesus, as the Son of God. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is a miracle. Mm -hmm. He is he's a from miracle. Space, he? he came from outer space. He can he move things with his mind. Mo yeah. He moves things with his mind. He heals people. Actually, we didn't even think about that. Wait a minute. We've stumbled on something here. Yeah, yeah. He dies and comes back to life at one point he's uh he only speaks in a few words i don't he know he rises again he does yeah. he does just in time for easter yeah 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 <laughs> he's not wow. oh jesus jesus famously the most pompous <laughs> man <laughs> <laughs> that's all he, 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 he healed the sick but god could he talk about himself <laughs> oh, i am the son of god E.T. was much better at that because he would just come on and go, I, God, and they'd go, yeah, right, yeah, fine. <laughs> it's not half and on about it. With his mind. Come on, that's yeah. more concrete than what... Then just no, 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 half and on. I'm going to go there. Um, all right, but we've got, we got, we got our actual uh, suggestion for it. So E.T. E. is back at home. He's back at home with his family. Uh, and a year's gone by, like an alien year's gone by. And E.T.'s family were, ang were angry at him for getting lost before, but they're going away again on vacation. And due to some crazy mishaps with the alarm clock, they're all running around. And whilst they're rushing around in, in the space airport, and oh no, E.T. finds himself on the wrong spaceship with his dad's wallet. Mm -hmm. <gasps> He is still a creepy middle-aged man, but guess what? E.T. is oh, going to New York! <laughs> That's right! <laughs> and he's staying in none other than Donald Trump's Hotel Plaza. That's a fancy hotel. Yeah, he's mm, using a disguise. Yeah, and he uses voice uh, recording. Thankfully, the alien credit card works with our banking system. It's contactless. It's contactless. It, it's contactless. Which is amazing, because when I went to the States, I really struggled to spend any money. Yeah, it's yeah. really difficult, very inconvenient, very backward. Very backward yeah, place. But alien currency, that's fine. okay. Absolutely fine. And he's managed he manages to use a disguise and a voice recorder to trick the hotel staff into believing that he's there with his human dad. Mm. Um, Can I just have a quick question? Who is playing the role of E.T.'s father in this film? Oh, um... <laughs> uh, John be Cusack. <laughs> sure. <laughs> John Cusack. John Cusack's playing the role of his father. Who else? Good shout, good shout. <laughs> Uh, and he and he fight, but he finds his way onto uh, into the hotel, into into a suite. But he has risen the suspicions of the concierge, the concierge yeah. there. But it's okay because he befriends a toy shop owner, and ET runs into get you guessed it, the same scientists from the first film. <gasps> oh yeah, there's a massive chase scene, and ET's like ducking and weaving through the uh, hotel staff. But oh no, the scientists got him, and whilst they've got him. They explain to him. Oh boy, that's yeah, cool. yeah. They explain to him. There's two more pages of this. Uh, <laughs> they explain. Et he, he, he overhears them talking about how they're going to rob the toy store from before. Um, why are they? Why are they? Ro why are scientists robbing a toy store, Sam? Mechanisms. Yeah, I want to get. They want to get some free <laughs> shit. <laughs> they want to get some free. Sh 
Well, well, they're going to sell it in the pub. Right? <laughs> free, free Star Wars toys. Touch yeah. Star Wars merch. Well, but they, yeah, well yeah. these scientists had lost the first alien to ever land on the planet. They've lost their jobs after that, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of these scientists be played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, <laughs> and he's forgotten to buy a Christmas present for his son. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. that guy? Who is he? He's in the film Cats and Dogs. He's in, he's in the film Cats and Dogs. <laughs> yeah. who's, who's in the film Cats and Dogs? Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. That's, right. That's who I want. I'm sorry. Did you just identify Jeff Goldblum because he appeared in the film Cats and Dogs? <laughs> Not Jurassic Park. Not the fly. Cats and Dogs. Cats and Dogs. I am a very big fan of the film Cats and Dogs. I watched it. Whoa. I hate De- Jeff Goldblum. Hate him. I no, no. Watch. I want. I want him in the sequel. So you want, we want him in the sequel because oh, okay. of his role in Cats and Dogs. Um, <laughs> The toy shop has the last speaking spell. There you go. That he is it to phone genius, home. Yeah. Um, but E.T. because it, uh, but E.T. manages to escape and and he runs into a homeless like birdman in Central Park who turns out to be Elliot from the first film. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Driven mad from government and scientists' experiments and testing on him. Yeah, they reconnect. And uh, mm. E.T. and he helps E.T. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop jumping go on. Again. Yeah, go on. That's great. Could it not be? Because it is a woman, it's the bird lady in the second one. Can it not be Drew Barrymore after a bender? So, uh, sorry, what are you on about? Um, uh, the, oh, I'm sorry, I, we're not acknowledging. No, this is an original idea, I'm sorry. Well, this is a very <laughs> original idea. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Bird okay. woman. Bird woman. What, I'm what thinking it might... No, 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 no. no what are you accusing us here? What are you accusing us here, So, okay, I take it back, I take it back. But it could, could it be Drew Barrymore after a bender? It could well be Drew Barrymore after a bender. We sure. are open to suggestions. Just sure, sure, a sure. pitch, of course. Uh, we we're fine with that. Okay. Drew Barrymore has gone on a bender, uh, you know, cocaine. Uh, seeing an alien, being a small... She's a small child who then eventually... She's much better cocaine. now. She's fine. She's been through how long. Eventually. eventually. You, you don't, don't know how long, long has long. passed between we, this and the original one, film. One, we one, said one alien year. year. Which is... An alien year an could, alien be, year. could, could be, be longer anything. than Earth year. It could be anything. But E.T. and uh, Andrew Barrymore managed to foil these uh, scientists' plans with ingenious traps okay. from, uh, from household objects. <laughs> they throw bricks at them. Uh, they electrocute them. They even blow them up with gas fires and burn a rope from the bottom up whilst they're climbing down from a building. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it's E.T. phone Yeah, yeah, yeah. E.T. Uh, <laughs> I think we've established we're not acknowledging that we're franchise. <laughs> Stop ruining the final punchline. It's all happening on Christmas Eve as well, isn't it, Sam? Yes. (laughs) Twist. Plot twist. Plot twist. uh, But eventually, E.T.'s family come back and take him, take him away, leaving Elliot or or, or Drew Barrymore to uh, because I can't remember her name. What's her name in this? Gertie. Gertie. What an awful name. (laughs) (laughs) She would go mad. to Mexico, yeah, yeah exactly. and uh, and they leave Gertie to deal with again the intervention of an alien race uh, with the planet Earth uh, and all of the implications on normal people in politics, as well as dealing with the angry scientists that uh, she no doubtedly maimed earlier. Mm. And that's the end of that film. Uh, that's e- it is E.T. Home Alone, uh, E.T. Phone Home Alone too. Uh, lost, lost in New York. York. Yeah, oh. it really nailed the pun yeah, that yeah, yeah, going yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. It's it's working <laughs> towards it, but oh. yeah, nobody yeah. saw it. Oh. I mean, three how pages. How yeah. did you predict <laughs> that someone might see that coming? Oh, I mean, no, we did it so well. Didn't think the audience would be so rowdy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I wouldn't. Come on. Oh, that's a big clap. I like that. 
No, but we, honestly, we do have. A, yeah, if you have any questions about any of those films, we uh, would happily tell you them. Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone got any questions about that seamless? Bit of storytelling. It feels like we had a very thorough pitch in that case. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Oh dear. Go on then. As the time comes. This is that time, isn't it? Yeah, it's your turn. All right, we've, we've come well prepared. You see that giant stack of paper on the floor? Yeah. yeah okay. that, that's our idea. Don't oh, no, 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 no. You, you put that down, Courtney. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we're not reading it all. We're not reading it all. Don't oh, worry. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. let us explain because, no, we're not reading all of that. Don't worry. Uh, Harry, do you want to explain what. The, our concept is for the sequel. So, this is going to be a sequel set 36 years later. When it, in the present day, yeah, actually. However long it's been, that's, that's what, what it is now. So, Drew Barrymore's in it, playing you know, her same age. And uh, what's his face? He played um, Henry Elliot. Thomas. Henry Thomas, yes. You know, that, that, yeah, that fa- famous actor. I think he's in Haunting in Hill House, but never mind. Anyway, okay, cool. Yeah. It's a Netflix thing. <laughs> Carry on. Um, so, it's going to be a straight sequel, and E.T. is going to come back to Earth. Mm-hmm. Standard. Now, what we've done here is a bit of a We've done a different idea. We thought, hey, we've got a live audience. Let's try and get some way to really engage them more so. Yeah, I think they've already got the idea. I wish I could mute people. (laughs) 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 So anyway, our idea this week is going to be a choose-your-own-adventure. Oh. oh, this is going to go one of two ways. Yeah, this way it's going. It's a bad heckle. Yeah, yeah. That's not even. That's not even. It's not even a heckle at that point. Yeah. So we've created some scenarios, and we're going to go through them now, and we'll see how this goes. So it is somewhat semi-scripted. So. This is okay. This is now. news to me. This is oh god. Are we all got the same ending no, no, no. Slightly. This took us like well. This took us all day. This took us like eight hours to write, and I told. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yep. Well, I said to Frey last week. Uh, I said to her, "Oh, you know, we, we spent eight hours writing our sequel idea," and Frey just looked at us and went, "Is it going to take eight hours to read?" <laughs> <laughs> the answer is maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to audience. We're going to give you our, our the first choice. Um, which is, so E.T. comes How back. are we going to do this? Is it going to be show of hands or are we going to go around or? Uh, shout. Sh- 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 shout. Shout, yeah, shout. I think. Yeah. I think by this point we've, uh, we've broken the precedence. We've that, established that, 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 that the audience is our main okay. audience. Yeah, that it's going to be sensible and quiet. The lines have blurred, yeah, so let's keep it that way. <laughs> let's, so. let's lean into it, it's fine. <laughs> I love it when So if it. I can carry on, if that's all right with you two. Um, the first choice is E.T. comes home. Does he go to Elliot first or does he go to Gert? Gert! Okay, let's have a show of hands. That felt like split. If you think you should go and see Elliot first, raise your hands. And if you think you should visit Drew Barrymore or Gertie first, raise your hands. Oh, God, it's... Oh, God, it's... Oh God, it's, it's <laughs> Can we mash the scripts together? No. Freya, you didn't vote. Be a tiebreaker. Wasn't one of the options. Okay. Uh, Can we decide? We, we, we just decide between. Yeah, yeah, you two. Let's go with Elliot. Elliot. Let's go with Elliot. You've given yeah. us the Elliot script. Okay, so we're going to go with Elliot. Not. Yeah. The title's worse than Peter. The title for this one is E.T. the Invasion. Ooh. So we open in present day. Elliot is now a middle-aged man and high-ranking politician. 
One day, he's walking home when he sees a mysterious flash of light above his house. Okay, so who's going to play I'll, Elliot? I'll be Elliot if that's okay. okay cool. oh, Go for great. It. What a mysterious flash of light above my house. I wonder what it could be. Don't really Elliot runs home where he discovers his old pal E.T. standing on the lawn. E.T., you're back. E.T. Need help. Of course I'll help you, E.T. But due to your limited language skills, this portion of the plot will probably move faster if you just finger my brain. <laughs> so E.T. touches his glowing yellow, yellow finger to Elliot's forehead. With their minds connected, Elliot finally learns E.T.'s origin story. Many years ago, E.T. and his shipmates landed on Earth looking for a suitable planet where the last of their kind could settle after their own world was destroyed in a terrible war. After E.T. was kidnapped and experimented on by the humans, they decided to leave and search for somewhere else. However, no viable alternative was ever found, and 30 years later, the aliens are desperate. So they decided to return to Earth and use their superior technology to take over the planet by force. Well, E.T., that's a pretty crazy story. I'm not sure whether I can believe you. So here's another choice for you. Does Elliot believe E.T., yes or no? No. I'm naming it. I think the yes is yes. So we move on to 1.1 for yes. This is going to be fun. Okay, E.T., I believe you. We need to warn humanity to welcome your species for open arms or else we'll be destroyed. I'll use my political connections to organize a press conference. E.T. calls a press conference and shares E.T.'s story with... No, sorry, Elliot calls a press conference and shares E.T.'s story with the... I can't even read. And shares E.T.'s story with the world. The revelation that aliens really exist causes a media sensation. This press conference is causing a media sensation, E.T. We've had interview requests from Oprah Winfrey and Beers Morgan. This is so exciting! But who should we choose? Do Elliot and E.T. speak to Oprah Winfrey or Piers Morgan? No, it's Piers Morgan! That sounds like Oprah to me. Sounds like Oprah, okay. Who's going to play Oprah Winfrey? I guess I will. Okay. Let's make this respectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guest. So she is a, she is a lady. This is Oprah. She's Our a lady. next no, guest. No, she's got a lady voice. All right, though. fine. I'll do the... All right. <laughs> Our next... I get a... Also, put your own spin uh, on it. Our, our next guests are a respectful politician and a little green man who claimed that the Earth is on the brink of a deadly invasion. Please welcome Elliot and E.T. <laughs> Elliot and E.T. give a passionate, level-headed level -headed interview to the Oprah show. The world is moved by E.T.'s plight and his people and decide to grant the aliens asylum. Yes, yes, that helps them to tell the story, is that Elliot jumps off on the sofa. You're Elliot. You're is this, Elliot. Is this going to be the bit that I do it? Yeah, at? yeah, you, you have... No, 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 on the sofa, on the sofa. <laughs> Maybe just Thank take a little sit down. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to sit down. Well, that was one of the most moving stories I've heard in 400 years of making this show. In fact, we just got a call from the president, and after hearing your powerful words, E.T., he's decided to offer you and your species full asylum. You can settle down in, in any U.S. city you like. Okay, where do E.T.'s people choose to live? In Las Vegas or New York? 
It's a bit of a non-choice, no. isn't it? Vegas? What? Vegas? Vegas has it, okay. The infinitely less livable sea. We only had one set in New York, didn't we? Yeah, they've got new plans now. Mm-hmm. Raleigh T, you've saved your species and opened your own casino! And the magic one finger was also perfect for counting cards! It seems like Vegas is really working out for you. What are you gonna do next? E.T. Watch Celine Dion Show! Oh, E.T. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> the end. The end. And that's the end. That's the end. Now we're going through that quite quickly. Yeah, I think it shows the easiest way yeah, through. Yeah, I think that's quite a quite a quick one, really. Yeah. Should we go through one more? See what? There's only two options. Well, the overwhelming response there suggests that yes, we should. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Reorder your papers, everyone. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, get rid of the top sheet. No, we don't need them. No, no, well, no. It was quite, oh. uh, considering it was a draw on whether we should visit Elliot or Drew Barrymore, should we do one where he visits Drew Barrymore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one's called E.T. The Magic Returns. Yeah, I don't want to be, be good. I'll be good. Okay. So we open in the present day again. Gertie is now in her 40s, but she never forgot her time with E.T. In fact, she's dedicated her life to investigating extraterrestrial activity. One night she's returning home for the lab when she finds E.T. waiting for her in her lobby. E.T., you're back! I don't believe it! I've got a different shape between the characters. That, I'm sorry, is that Mickey Mouse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> E.T., you're back! I don't believe it! Is that your impression? Yes. If you just like hold one, one nostril in, you'll sound um, uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't really see what's wrong with m- with the version that I'm doing. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's an artistic choice. Going to keep doing it that way. <laughs> Have you heard Drew Barrymore recently? Uh, e- I'm doing a weird voice now. <laughs> Is there a healing link? E- <laughs> back for the sequel. I can't wait to find out why you're here, but unfortunately my apartment is being split for cockroaches at the moment, so I'm gonna need a place to hide you until it's safe. So, so um, this choice, where does Gert take E.T.? Does she take him to her brother Elliot's house, or does she take him to her lab? Lab. 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 Alright, lab it is. Gert decides to smuggle E.T. into the laboratory where she works as an extraterrestrial investigator. Security is high at the facility, so she puts E.T. into a clever disguise. Good evening, miss. Good evening, Gary. This is my niece. I promised to show her around the facility if she did all her homework on time. I see. And why is she wearing a white sheet? (laughs) She's deeply racist, Gary. (laughs) We're hoping it's just a phase. Well, we don't normally allow unauthorized minors into the lab. But hopefully, a look at our culturally diverse working environment will help your niece to reconsider her unfortunate views. Go on, you cute little bigot. Thanks, Gary. <laughs> Phew, that was close. Right, E.T., I need to find a place for you to hide while I make sure there's no one else around tonight. Okay, so next choice. Where does Gert hide E.T.? Does she hide E.T. in the morgue or under a pile of coats? Under a pile of coats, is it? Under a pile of coats, is it? Okay, E.T., you stay under this pile of coats and don't move. I'll be back in 15 minutes. 
E.T. hides underneath the coats. However, shortly after Gertie leaves, Gary, the gullible security guard, enters. What's this pile of coats doing here? <laughs> hey! What the hell? This is you as well. Uh-oh! That was E.T. That was him that was doing E.T. E.T. E. 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 runs screaming out of the room. I think if we remember from the beginning, he sounded awful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we've covered it. Yeah, yeah, stop screaming. Security alert! We have an unidentified alien loose in the facility. Alarms blur as the facility is placed into full lockdown. Where is this facility? Yeah, it's called it. It doesn't matter. Gert is called into an emergency security meeting. Gert, what the hell's going on? Do you know anything about this? Where's your Reese's niece? Reese's niece. Where's your Reese's niece? Where's your Reese's niece? It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a reference to the Reese, the racist Reese's pieces nieces. Uh, what does Gert do next? Does she come clean or deny all knowledge? Deny all knowledge. Great. Yeah. Denial knowledge. Always denial knowledge. Cool. An escaped alien? I have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't seen anything. Are you sure all those late nights are taking their toll on you, Gary? But what about your niece? She just stepped into the bathroom. Speaking of which, I should probably go get her. Okay, but come straight back. We're still on lockdown. Gert races through the compound until she finds E.T. Okay, E.T., this was clearly a terrible idea. Let's get out of here. We can hide out at Elliot's. Oh, I'm supposed to be watching his kids tonight anyway. Gertie and E.T. head over to Elliot's house. Okay, E.T., Elliot's kids should be home in an hour. Hang on, I'm just getting a phone call. Hello? Brevet? Yes, I can speak. It's Phil's my beloved cat. She's been hit by a car. Oh my god, it's so Raggington, my little rabbit He tried to save her, and then he got stung by a killer bee. <laughs> and now they're both on life support, and you can always leave her. Oh my god. Did anyone catch any of that? The cat got hit by a car, and uh, I don't know why I'm still speaking like this. Uh, the cat got hit by a car, and then the dog got hit by a car. By she's trying to save stung by a bee. By stung by a bee. Short version: Gertie has to run to the vet to save her pets, so she's yeah. got to leave E.T. in the house alone. E.T., I'm sorry, but I have to go. Hide in the closet till I get back. I don't want you scaring the children. Gert leaves, and E.T. hides in the bedroom closet. Sometime later, Elliot's young children, Ramesses and Philomena, come home from school. Can I just check something? Yes. Yeah. No, go ahead, yeah. I'm going to be that guy. She doesn't really consider that, I don't think. You can't rock up the, to the vets going, look, I know it seems dire, but I've got this alien here and he's going to solve everything. To tell me that I need to put him down. Great. 80 quid. Lovely. <laughs> it's a, it's a sad real. story, isn't it? <laughs> you know, comedy comes from reality. Where were we? Poor Alfie. I do not know. Oh. Um, it's my cat. Oh, Ramesses. Oh. Ramesses. Who's playing Ramesses? Ramesses. I guess Dad must be working late again. Ramesses is a child. I guess Dad must be working Please, late Please, no again. more falsetto. No more falsetto. Not much of a child. I guess Dad was, must be working late again. He's got a, he's, he's, he's Very southern, yeah. I was brought up in the deep south. 
As E.T. peers through the slats in the closet to get a look at Elliot's children, he stumbles and falls out head first. Ouch! Oh my god, what the hell is that thing? That was not that was not Gertie, by that, the way. That was, <laughs> that was the little girl. That was, that was Philomena. They sound very the children. similar. The children scream and run from the room. On the way out, Ramses trips and cuts his head on the table. Seeing the blood dripping, E.T. reaches out with his glowing yellow finger. A choice. Oh. Does do the kids allow E.T. to touch them, or do they run screaming from the house? Touch the kids! No, Touch no, stop shouting! Kids. No! I mean, the majority is clear. E.T. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> e. touches his glowing finger to Ramesses' forehead, instantly healing the wound. Wow! Philomena again, not Gertie. <laughs> Who are you? Friend! Sometime later, Elliot returns home to an empty house. Gertie? Kids? Where are you? Shortly after, Gert also arrives home. Gertie, where the hell have you been? Where are my kids? Oh, Elliot, I'm sorry. I just had to go get a kidney to save my labradoodle. <laughs> but we can talk about that later. E.T.'s back. That's you still. <laughs> we should have got a more diverse voice cast for this. <laughs> E.T., you mean that stupid game we used to play when we were kids? What are you talking about? Where are my children? Elliot, he's real, don't you remember? I guess he must have taken the kids uh, out into the forest. The forest? <laughs> <laughs> really want to get you off here. <laughs> the forest? But you know little Philomena can't go outside without a plastic bubble on account of her deadly algae to badgers. I can't believe you'd be so irresponsible. Elliot, look! Footsteps on the grass! It looks like E.T. took the children this way! Elliot and Gert follow the footsteps into the forest, where they find E.T.'s spaceship. You see, Elliot? He is real! Elliot and Gert go into the spaceship, where they find E.T. conducting some kind of operation on Elliot's daughter. E.T., what are you doing? E.T., help Elliot. Okay, another choice. What does Elliot do next? Does he allow E.T. to finish the mysterious operation, or does he grab his daughter and leave? Let E.T. finish off. Sorry. I may have gone too far. Elliot's memories of E.T. come flooding back and he decides to put his trust in his old friend. The operation is a complete success. E.T. hands Philomena a live badger showing that her deadly allergy is cured. Look, Daddy. This is Philomena again. Look, Daddy. I can play with badgers again. <laughs> I still don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> E.T., I don't know how to thank you. I realize now that I've been a neglectful and overprotective father. From now on, I'm going to spend more time with my kids and less time bleaching you bends. <laughs> I'll be right here. His mission to help Elliot be a better father accomplished. E.T. boards his spaceship and returns home as the family watches tearfully. I love you, kids. We love you too, Daddy. This is this is Gertie, not Philomena. I really miss my cat and my kidney. I wish Mom was alive. The end. Yeah. They both died. No, 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 the cat died because she gave her kidney to the dog. Yeah, because they could only save one. Yeah, it was very clear earlier on. You've got to pay attention. It's very densely plotted. It was quite. It was. It was layered. Yeah, layered. Layered. Well, complex. Thank you. That that could have gone worse. I I think that went. Yeah, a round of applause uh, for our actors, please. Yeah. That was some. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Um, I, 
I, yeah. Yeah, I, wow. I, I, I did go to RADA, uh, where I studied <laughs> acting. Um, did you? <laughs> you yep. went to RADA? Yes. When? Before my university degree. Because I was a prodigy. <laughs> okay! <laughs> So we're going to wrap up in the grand tradition of this podcast with some of our favourite submissions from some of our listeners. Okay, so our listener submissions. We asked our listeners to submit their own sequels. These are short sequels, so don't don't worry, they're one-liners. So Rory Spence says, E.T. comes back 15 years later trying to solve humanity's problems with alien technology, but all anybody wants to see Uh, is E.T. make bikes fly. Make make bikes fly. Make make bikes fly. Oh, he's got to keep on playing the same one. Yeah. <laughs> E.T.'s gotten really into the Great yes. British Bake Off. Charlie Dudley says, E.T. goes daddy's home. E.T. goes home, but when he gets there, he has to contest with his kid's new stepdad. Oh. Hilarity ensues. Oh. Who, ironically, is Mexican. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Two can play at that game, dad. He's from Mexico. Uh, another metaphor. Simon Monk Trippman says, for a sequel, instead of E.T. being stuck on Earth trying to get home, the little kid accidentally ends up getting taken back to E.T.'s planet with E.T. and has to help, and E.T. has to help Elliot phone home. Ah. But uh, the humans don't have, humans don't have the yeah. technology to rescue, see that kind of mess- rescue them. If anything, the humans would you just know, hear you as know weird the signal. Beep. You know the weird signals that you can hear from space, like mm-hmm. with the you know. The, what I if, well, yes. Yeah. Are they just? Yeah. What if they're just? It don't matter. What if instead <laughs> it was the, a child screams, "Come rescue me!" Could we, yeah, ah, we just could never tell. Yeah, that's really depressing. Really. It is, yes, but that that makes sense. Lost children. So Hernando Suangnico, <laughs> do not know if I'm saying that right. Probably not. E.T. is a scientist on his home planet. He discovers planet Earth while looking for other planets with natural resources. But a society on his home planet would rather die than kill another intelligent species. So he decides to steal a spaceship, come to Earth, capture some humans, and prove how unintelligent humans really are. The movie is about his fight to destroy all humans and gathering the resources needed to get to Earth, trap a human, and not get caught by his own species. We'll find out that the spaceship that came back for him at the end of the original film it wasn't the one that left him, but was their equivalent of the police taking E.T. away to prison. Oh. Okay, Jay Shaw says, We have seen E.T.'s race of alien in the prequels of Star Wars. So E.T. was using the Force when he was on Earth. Yeah, it's just going all Star Wars, this one. Yeah. So our sequel starts with an older E.T. who has a son. He becomes a fully realized Jedi, but a secret one. It's going to be a Star, a Star Wars spin-off story that no one wanted and no one asked for. <laughs> Son of E.T. goes to Earth to binge watch the Star Wars histories and learn about what will happen in his timeline's future. George Lucas, it turns out, was dragged into a force projection of original E.T., which gave him all his ideas for his E.T. and Star Wars movies as he force started about the other galaxy a long, long time ago. Son of E.T. comes back, and although he cannot change all of history, he does realign some major events that would have turned into major Sith victories. It'll be like the Bourne film with Jeremy Renner, which ran parallel to the real story and be equally unloved. Ah. I know I promised these will be one-liners. I hadn't looked at Harry's list. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, so Stephen Morgan, his ideas is, E.T. comes back to Earth a hundred or so years later looking for Elliot, not knowing the lifespan of humans. He finds Elliot's great-grandson or great-granddaughter, who knows, but E.T. is only a family legend, just a story their crazy great-grandfather told. The child takes E.T. to Elliot's grave. You have a sad scene where E.T. says, Elliot, and points his glowing finger to the grave. As they walk away from the grave, flowers start to bloom over it. And then a hand appears. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping for a hand appearance. Yeah, we didn't go yeah, that yeah. direction, but Damn my it. God. To have E.T. E- e- in some kind of zombie movie? I yeah. like that. E.T. 2 Pet Cemetery. I yeah. Like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, the last one I've got is from Phil Better. Um, <laughs> that's a guy's real name, all right? Name. I don't think What's it's a fact his baptismal name, but whatever. <laughs> Um, Feel better. I certainly do. <laughs> he does a great podcast called The Phil Better Show. You should all check it out. Um, so, Phil Better says, the year is 2019. Elliot is older now and misses his buddy E.T. He hasn't moved out of, out of that same house of fear that E.T. will return and not be able to find him. He loses his friends and family since he's so concentrated on finding his buddy. Then one night, he hears a familiar sound by his garbage. He rushes out and finds that there are a dozen E.T.'s surrounding his garbage. He's so happy until he notices that they don't look friendly. They kidnap him and bring him back to their homeworld, where he found out that E.T. was actually a, the crown prince, and due to him helping Elliot, took on a human lifespan, and he's now dying. So Elliot sacrifices himself to give back his life source to E.T., and dies in the arms of his only friend. That sounds bleak as fuck. <laughs> Why would you end on that one? Well, you can thank, for, thank Phil Better for that. And all the, all the time... Phil Better just made me feel worse. Beautiful score yeah. in the background. All right. I have some much shorter ones, you'll be happy to know. Brilliant. So, Spencer Cop said ET2 Judgment Day. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah? Uh, Mike Carey suggested we make a franchise, and the third film can be called Free Tea. Free Tea. Free Tea, yeah. ET2 Free Tea. John Kovaleski said ET Text Home. It's nice and much quicker. He technically he did. Yeah. Uh, Mike Carey said Glee Tea, in which Elliot and E.T. need to lead their high school Glee club to a victory at sectionals to save their school from foreclosure. Okay. And finally, Daniel Tickner said E.T. a Star Wars story, which I think we've covered. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, do, we have any, do we have story. any live sequel pitches in the room? Has anyone prepared anything that they'd like to read out? Yes. Martin, come on up. And Ross. And you want a mic? Come on. Form an orderly queue. Come on up. <laughs> Can I go next? Oh, oh do you have one? That's not sure. cues work, Join the queue. Sure. Oh, the queue. He's got a long... Right, uh, Martin's got notes, so Martin definitely has to go first. Uh, so this takes place uh, straight after the original. East T's ship is stopped outside Earth's atmosphere by Agent J from Men in Black, played by Will Smith. Okay. J tells E.T. he needs him for a mission on Earth, and the uh, other E.T.'s agree to let him go. Uh, the other recruits for this mission... Uh, the aliens from Batteries Not Included. <laughs> Laliari, one of the Fermions from Galaxy Quest, uh, with Missy Pyle reprising her role. A portable version of Hal from 2001 A Space Odyssey. And the Raven from It's a Wonderful Life. This is like a Beyond the Box Set Greatest Hits, I'm looking it, at it. Uh, yes. Which are exactly all of these movies. That, uh, that's exactly what I was going for. Oh, thank yeah. You, because obviously, if you've seen It's a Wonderful Life, the raven is obviously an alien. Yes. What, yeah. why el what else is it doing? Why is it just hanging around a bank? Fair point. So, if you haven't seen it, see it. I love it. Uh, the raven is going to be voiced by George Clooney. It's a sexy uh, raven, right? It, yeah, that's what I'm going for. And their mission is to stop the combined forces of the Martians from Mars Attacks and the aliens from Independence Day. That sounds Fantastic. That is a so many so many franchises brought in. I'm sure Steven Spielberg tried to do that with uh with player uh, I was gonna say that player, sounds like yeah, the ready, ready player, player one, one of like uh, which, which is a film I'd like to see but haven't seen it yet. It's okay. basically oh, okay. as many references as as you fit into yeah. that as as they could fit yeah. into that as well. Uh, oh, and basically I have two possible titles which are both completely original. Okay. One was E. T. Self Destruction Squad. Nice. Oh. And the other was the Extraordinary League of Aliens. Very nice. Oh. Very nice. Both solid. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Martin. That's a fantastic idea. Okay. Uh, who wants to go next? Ross, you're standing up. 
Uh, okay, I, I was inspired by you two on the fast one, so I, I've come up with one of those, and then I'll do my proper one that I had planned. Nice. Um, it's a biopic of the director of Wilder People and Ragnarok. It's Taika Waititi. <gasps> nice, nice. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. Very good, very good. Uh, very good. That's classic Ross Perry. I like it. I like it. We like Wordplay. Wordplay. Uh, okay, so my real one is E.T. Invasion. Uh, I also considered E.T.A., uh, as in extraterrestrial assault, but um, estimated time of arrival. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be fair, uh, you tell me which is the best title. But uh, the idea is that ET was always a scout for an invading army, um. and in this second film, we see the army invade and uh, win horribly because, as we know from ET, he has uh, psychic powers to puppet human beings, so he makes our warriors just shoot themselves in the head. Uh, they, he can heal people, so uh, E.T.'s race presumably can just bring their dead soldiers back to life. Oh, telekinetic powers, so, you know, just steal our guns like Magneto from X-Men and have our guys shot to death. Uh, basically, we don't stand a chance against the incredibly powerful, massively technological advanced force. Uh, and then I had a sort of... Uh, I, wa I was going for a choose-your-own-adventure ending, actually. Uh, ending well, A... Well, we have burned that bridge, so... <laughs> can, can I ask people what they prefer? Ending A... Humanity loses because it makes the most sense, or ending B, a scientist works out how to win, and then it's a happy ending. Which do we prefer? Hey, wipe us out. Wipe us out. We're tired of this. Yeah, that's my answer. favorite ending, too. So, yeah, that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Rock. How round of applause for Ross. Right. Well done, Ross. Surely you would just be able to outrun E.T. He's got He's tight. a fast little fucker. He's got, yeah, but you could kick him hard enough, right? Like, he just. Okay. Yeah. We showed the clip. He's, he's like, yeah. Well, no, I mean, if you got him out in the open rather than rather than just in like a forest somewhere, then you're trying to find him Maybe, in the dark. Yeah. Like if he's just running around, he looks like one of those things that you know when you're a kid you can hit them and they kind of go down and they go back up again and they go down and go back oh, up yeah. again. He's got that kind of base level to him that if you hit him hard enough, he just <laughs> fling right back. That was a chilling insight into your childhood. For yeah, sure. I, mean, I got angry. Uh, Mark, did you have something you wanted to share? Woo! You're a lovely bit of past childhood. What are you saying? Okay, uh, I've only really got the bones of a story here. That's cool. It's okay. Um, it's fine. So we will start off with Elliot meeting E.T. again, and then E.T. telling him he can go on the ship and they're going to go away. And you'll see a vision of, of Elliot with lots of lights flashing as they're going through space. But then what will happen is then he'll, his eyes will open, so... Um, a doctor will be shining lights in his eyes. In Elliot's eyes. It, yeah, yeah. And it will turn out that um, the E.T. was just a figment of his imagination that he, that he created because obviously his father left. It's um, it was all a dream. And uh, so the time when obviously he felt like E.T. had died and that was him, he actually slipped into a coma. Elliot was in a coma? Yeah, oh, so this well, is... I love this. this I'm is, loving this. <laughs> So this is the first time that it'll be coming round. And, of course, they won't really know what's been going on in the imagination in his head. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll talk about what happened and they'll, they'll obviously explain that that's not the situation. Mm. And um, It was like that film Jacob's Ladder. It was all just like a fantasy yeah. before Elliot died. But, um, like I say, it's only the bones of it, but ultimately he'll choose to go back into the imaginary world oh, oh like wow like, like kind of like life on mars ashes to ashes mm. kind of stuff oh really yeah <laughs> like get oh like, no not question your originality no no no, 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 no. <laughs> but like it's kind of like trying to decide whether or not the uh like this land yeah. that has been in his head that he the reality of the of the real world is 
definitely That's, not worth it. I'd rather live. I'd like thing. that because yeah. I, I do genuinely think that this whole thing was a childish fantasy based on Elliot being dumped by his father. So yeah. no, the only no. thing I was thinking about with the original film is why didn't they just come back for him? Why did he have to call home? They didn't notice he was missing. No, they. I just think they didn't care. <laughs> they did notice he was they missing because they dead. left him. On, they were waiting on the the side of the ship, like waiting, trying to wait for him. Going, he's he's still late again. He's like glo- they're sending out the glowing signals and everything, and he goes. And they go, well, we'll just leave without him instead. Like, that's, like, probably they do this on every planet they come across. It's like, ah, oh, well, you know, bloody E.T. He's lost again. Isn't he? If he rings, we'll get him. <laughs> if he rings. <laughs> just calling customer services, basically. Like, I'm still here. He's ringing a taxi. Like. Yeah, yeah, it was an Uber. It was an Uber. <laughs> Amber cars. Like. But yeah, <laughs> thank, thank you, Mark. Mark. Oh, yeah, thank you, Mark. Round of applause for that. Louise, did you have one? Yeah, come on. Come on. My idea has already been touched upon a couple of times because we've mentioned the fact that Stranger Things is really obviously ripping it off. So my idea was called um, E.T. Bitch stole my look. Um, (laughs) So summer's passed. They're going back to school. Um, Elliot and little Gertie, maybe she started at this point. And they're in the corridor talking about E.T. You're thinking because like obviously no one's going to believe that this is real, that they could just talk about it in the open. And then, like, somebody slams this, like, um, locker room door and is like, what? And then there's, like, this whole moment where it's like, you have a friend that's got, like, telekinetic powers over the summer? This can't possibly be... No, 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 no. Anyway, goes on like that. Um, E.T. meets Elle and is, like, whips her wig off and is like, that's mine. It's like an effervescent teen comedy, so not a lot happens, but just, like, a load of, like, hilarity ensues and uh, yeah that's it that was are you suggesting that E.T. is a love interest for Elle from Stranger Things no certainly not he, he's, he's like bitch to our look he's oh I like, see oh they're more like, like I'm more telekinetic than you so, I'm oh, so I it's see. like mean girls yeah uh, yeah, yeah. sure like, sure sure like, sorry that's what I meant by Ebba Vessel yeah, comedy yeah. it's mean girls and, and uh, the, the two factioning girls are E.T. and Elle yeah sure them. sure yeah, yeah. and then they've both got their own backup crews of course yeah, of course yeah. of course they've uh, Two, both groups have like at least one character with huge headphones that yeah. always, uh, and a, and kind of a buck tooth. Kind of like, yeah. like, like, like. Absolutely. I like it. Very good. Thank you, Louise. Round of applause for Thank Louise. Thank you. Uh, I think so, there was, Harry, I think there was one, more. one more. One more? I think it was one more. From oh, sorry. Yes, go ahead. Please come on. So my idea is LGBT. <laughs> love it. Love it. Nice. Sold. And um, E.T. basically in the wardrobe, got a taste for being in the closet, wearing all his clothing. <laughs> he had his wig on. So he goes um, to Kansas City, goes to see guys who maybe feel a little bit bad about themselves and helps them to see their true beauty. Nice. Thank you, Josie. Thank you, Josie. Queer eye for the little guy from space. <laughs> oh, what an amazing idea to finish on. Woo! Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Okay. Okay, now it's time to wrap up, I guess. So uh, thank you already for coming. and su- Thank you and so much. And supporting us through our 100th episode, which has been crazy. Uh, so, some of no some thanks to you. Yeah, you're the health and well, Louise. Support Louise. And thank you. Yeah. We appreciate it all. And uh, thank you to the Chemic Tavern as well for hosting this event. Yes, so, uh, thanks. Thank yeah, if this is your first time here, come back. This is a fabulous venue. We host quiz nights. Well, the Chemic hosts a quiz. Harry hosts a quiz night every Monday evening yes. from 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. And we together host a quiz night on the last Sunday of every month. On Sunday, the 27th of January, we're going to host a Simpsons quiz. The cash prize is 50 quid. 
so it's well worth coming down it's a good old laugh this pub is a fabulous venue if you live in the area come here all the time spend your money get drunk <laughs> be so nice to the staff the postcode yeah. can we actually can we get a round of applause Indeed, yeah, 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 yeah. your favourite stories. Now, them are listening, but should we have a round of applause for the staff of the Carrot Tavern for hosting us tonight? I think. That's Kit and Kit and Anna. Kit and Anna. Anna and Kit, can you hear us? No, wow. they're busy. We appreciate you. Yeah, well, there you go. Anyway, continue. Yeah, they can hear it if they decide to listen to this afterwards. <laughs> Which I'm sure they will. Obviously. <laughs> Um, yes, so uh, thank you to uh, you two, Kenrick and Miller. Kenrick and Miller, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having us on. It was absolutely lovely. I've had a brilliant time. It's been out of this oh. world. Yeah. Oh, yeah no. had nice and uh, nice thank you to time, everyone yeah. who, uh, again, all of you turned up. You guys are the difference between a performance and an affliction. So thank you. And before me and John start plugging our own show with links and stuff, do you guys have somewhere that people can find you online? We were on Facebook. We have a regular little comedy night that we do in Hyde Park. Alternative comedy. It's downstairs. We're going to be on the on the tenth on the on the yeah we're going to be on the tenth of the tenth of tenth of February. Are we trying to do this at the same time? You're doing so well. No, 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 no. We can do this. So, we have a show on the 10th of February in East Village Bar in Hyde Park. The headliner is Sean Morley, who is very funny. Man. Man. Yeah, well done for getting through that. That was disturbing. <laughs> Hive mind. It's almost as if it wasn't practiced. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, cool. Okay, so we'll be on the box set. You can find us on like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, everything. Just go to, just search for Beyond the Box Set. And on my t shirt, of course. We have merch available at tpublic.com slash Beyond the Box Set. Um, our podcast, I've got a little presentation going now. I don't know why, really. It's, it's nice. It's really nice. Um, we, ha- we are available on iTunes, Spotify, wow. Google Play, all kinds of other um, places. I don't know yeah, what any of these symbols are. Wherever you like to listen to a podcast, yeah. you can find us there. Um, or just go to beyondtheboxset.com or Facebook and Twitter, just search at Beyond the Box Set. Yes, and uh, we're also available on Patreon.com. I'm not going to talk about it too much, but uh, yeah, thank you firstly to our patron supporters, Mark and Louise. Woohoo! Round of applause! People who support us financially every month, we really, really appreciate it. And thank. <laughs> when? And uh, thank you, giving myself away. Thank you to all our patron supporters who couldn't be here tonight, but uh, we know you're wishing us well. Yeah. And um, oh, is, that, is that about it? I ne- think so. Did you have next, next week? week's show? Yeah. yeah. So next week on Beyond the Box Set, um, not live, just you know. So all the patron supporters have done a little vote online as to what we should do next week, and you guys are going to decide from the top five. It looks like it's a bit of a draw. So we've got The Martian, The Sound of Music, Spirited Away, About Time, and Groundhog Day. Ooh! Groundhog Day. Ooh. Groundhog Day. Spirited Away is good. Any, any other passions? <laughs> Are we doing Spirited Away then? That sounds like a good vote. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Should, we should do like a hand. Okay. So if you think that next week's episode should be dedicated to The Martian, raise your hand. Burn on The Martian. Sure. If you think we should do The Sound of Music, raise your hand. We have one, two for The Sound of Music. Oh, wait, wait, wait. One, two, three, four. Oh, wow. One, two, three, four, five. Five. Five for The Sound of Music. Yep. Uh, if you think we should do Spirited Away. We've got one, we two. We have two. Ross is there. Three. three. 
Four. So Sound of Music's still winning, I guess. About time. I wanted Nobody. That. I actually wanted that. I think uh, that was yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. Super Grand Hotel. We'll get to it at some point. I don't know. Okay, so I guess we're doing Sound of Music. Yeah, Oh, my goodness. Well, that'll be fun, won't it? Quite an episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, funny, funny. Um, we will get. <laughs> we will get to all of those at some point, but for yeah. now it's going to be the sound of music. So well done, Louise. You you won by sheer force of will. Force yeah. Of will. yeah. So yeah, join us next week, not live, but if you're on the show, you know, for the sound of music on, on iTunes and Stitcher and all the other podcast. podcast. Cool. And without further ado, that's the end of the show. Good night. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much for coming. We made it. <laughs> Let's see, Alex. Uh, what do you think of Jaws, which is at 97% Rotten Tomatoes? I find it to be anti-shark propaganda. What do you feel about the Entourage movie, which is at a meager 33%? I think they finally got Hollywood right. How about It Follows, 97%. Worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk. How do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%? That would be a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, how about Bewitched at 25%? Best television adaptation ever put to film. How do you feel about American Hustle? The towering 93%. Overwrought awards bait. Righteous Kill, 19%. The movie that Michael Mann wishes he had made when he created Heat. Sounds about right. I'm Julio. I'm Alex, and we are the Contrarians. As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. Regardless of what we really feel. Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>